Hey students, welcome to Answers to Gospel Questions. It's Feasting with Friends on Friday. And we've got a friend to join, Brother Wing and I. We got Bailey. Bailey, how are you doing? I am doing amazing. <sighs> Bailey is amazing. Bailey, why don't you um, tell us um, where you work? Where I work? I work at Andy's Frozen Custard. Oh my lands. <laughs> That's the greatest, that is not the greatest thing about Bailey, but it's definitely the top three greatest things about it. <laughs> Bailey, um, how long have you been a member of the church? I've been a member of the church for eight months. Um, wow, eight months. Mm -hmm. Are you like, what, what are you, what's your future plans? Are you going to school? Are you going on a mission? You get married? What's the deal? Um, I actually just started my mission papers last week. And so, yeah, I'm yes. going on a mission. Do you have your wisdom teeth out? I never got my wisdom teeth. Oh, They're really? never going to be there. They're wow. just not, non-existent. <laughs> that she might be like, like one of the three Nephites or something like that. That's <laughs> impressive. What Bailey was Bailey was born to be a missionary. I know. <laughs> the rest of us had to become missionaries. She is just automatically a missionary. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, students, we're doing, as, as always on Fridays, we're doing our feasting with friends on Fridays. Brother Wing, uh, give us a good explanation of what the purpose of feasting with friends on Fridays is. Yeah, th this whole podcast is meant to lead us into scripture study. And so we want to show how the scriptures answer questions, but we also want to show meaningful, real, personal scripture study. And so we, we're hoping that these Friday um, feastings will give an example of how, hey, you sit down with the scriptures, you're by yourself, you're not a gospel scholar. Can you actually have a meaningful experience? And we just want to give you a little taste of, as we kind of think out loud in this like small group scripture study. That we can that you that we can have a meaningful experience, um, and you know, scholars and commentaries they can support our scripture study. But at the end of the day, it's it's us with the Lord, and we can listen to the Holy Ghost and think about the things that the Lord might put into our our thoughts as we study the scriptures and and talk about it, and uh, things can go well. Like we can mm -hmm. we can interact with the text that way and be blessed by his spirit. And that's the real reason why we're coming to the scriptures anyway. It's kind of exciting to think that in the next like nine or 10 minutes of this podcast, and we don't really know what we're going to say, we know what we're going to read, but it's kind of exciting to think that the Holy Ghost could communicate something to us just in the next nine minutes as we study. And so as we approach the scriptures, it's, it's always good to approach the scriptures with a question in mind. Maybe we could just have the question today be, what does Heavenly Father want? us to know from these few verses that we read and that's something that we could go to the scriptures anytime with a question like that um and so what does what does heavenly father want me to know so we are just in jeremiah 31 bailey as our witness can tell you that we just just chose 31 just off of the the spur of the moment and we're just picking out like five verses and we're going to read these five verses that look like they're kind of good we've marked them before but but we'll see what we're going to um, what we're going to find in it. So, you okay with this, Bailey? Yeah. Oh man, so exciting! All right, 
let's start in verse 31. And again, remember, we're thinking, what does Heavenly Father want us to know? What is he teaching us here? So uh, why don't we have Bailey? She's our guest. She gets to read first. And then whatever thoughts are come to any of our minds, like you don't need to feel pressure. Like I, I've got to know something here, but but be listening as you're reading, like, what is Heavenly Father teaching me here? All right, okay. go for it. So verse 31, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took with them the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break, although I was a husband unto them, saith the Lord. Mm. Is anything rolling around in any of our brains as we're reading those, just those two? I got something rolling around in my brain. The The phrase stu- that stood out to me, there's lots of really cool words in there, but I really like the image that came into my mind when, when Jehovah says, um, I took them, your fathers, I took them by the hand to bring them out of Egypt. I really like the imagery there of God taking this group of people out of a really hard circumstance um and so maybe that's one thing that heavenly father wants me to know is that um he's willing to to lead me out of difficult circumstances towards uh the place where he wants me to be and i, I like knowing that about god mm-hmm. and it said which my covenant they break so like that brings me like peace to know that even though we may not be perfect that heavenly father is always there for us guiding oh, us excellent i like that i like that yeah I'm, that uh, that's the vibe i get here too is that he's he's showing that even though they've broken this covenant that he is willing to renew that covenant with later generations and it just extends his mercy uh, to his people so the he, like they he, you know he got this like analogy of him being the husband and mm-hmm. people are his bride but they have been unfaithful uh, to him and yet he's still willing to go back and accept them back in if they will uh, come back that's a pretty good that's pretty good imagery too when i think about like that would be one of the hardest um breaking of the breaking of trust between a husband and wife because one of the spouses has, has not been faithful. And yet the Lord uses that as an example of um, if, if this, something, if something like that happened, I would bring, I would still bring you back to me. And I think that's uh, I think he's wanting us to know that if you've been unfaithful, he's not throwing you away. He's still, he's not throwing me away. He's going to, he's going to bring me back. That's pretty good. Anything else, Bailey? Mm-hmm. Other thoughts? All right, brother wing. Why don't you read verse 33 for us? But this shall be the covenant that I shall make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. Mm. That's good. What phrases did you like in there? Maybe Bailey that could, could comment on our question of what are we learning or what does Heavenly Father want us to learn? Like saying how he would like write the law in our hearts and that he will be our God and then we will be his people. Yeah. Like he is ours, but we are his, you know? Right. So it's kind of a mutual relationship like that. That phrase, like, I'm interested in what you guys think about that phrase because I thought it was interesting, but I haven't put my thoughts together on it yet. So I'm going to make you guys put your thoughts together on it. (laughs) What do you think about that phrase? 
I'm going to put my law in their inward parts. That sounds interesting. Any thoughts on that? What do you think, Brother Wing? And then yeah, I'm going to say something. I think the law part is amazing. So it's law sounds rough. Like it sounds, you know, rules and commandments mm -hmm. and things. And yet if he's going to get it, He's not on the outside though. That's the rough, that would be the rough part. You know, if, if this is on the inside, he's going to get it mm -hmm. in our hearts. That means, that means the law is inside of us. And so we're willing to then we're automatically, it's just a part of who we are to do the will of the Lord. And so how do we get from hearing the law or understanding the law um, or knowing what it is, knowing we, we probably should obey God's laws to then like, going to this level where it's like part of it's just in us it's part of who, yeah. who we are it defines us it's like it's um it's uh, automatic even in our character like that's that's a pretty powerful miracle to get to that point yeah it seems like in the other like in the in some of the other chapters of jeremiah <clears throat> one of the main issues that the children of israel had was that they were they were keeping laws and commandments of God, but it wasn't like they were lying to themselves. It wasn't, I mean, I think Jeremiah used the word you've dissembled yourselves or you were lying to yourselves because it wasn't deep in their hearts. It was just something that they did, maybe a cultural thing or a tradition thing. Uh, and so here um, uh, he's expressing that idea of, of making it who you are. And I, I love that. I think, um, I'm trying to think of my own life. I know as a missionary, that's when a lot of stuff really started to sink in uh, into my inward parts. And I started to live differently because I knew differently. I think I lived one way before my mission because that was the culture that I lived in, it was my family's church. And, it was, and then all of a sudden, the church became my church. It was like, and the Savior became my Savior. Um, and, it, and it became different for me. Any thoughts, Bailey? Um, yeah. So I like Heavenly Father loves us and he gives these us laws like for us to like follow on like with our own pleasure. You know, mm -hmm. he wants us to be happy doing that for him, not just doing it like, oh, I yeah. can't mess up. I have to do this. He wants us to do it like by our own pleasure, right. live, our, live it like by our own will, you know? Yeah. So he, he, he doesn't want us to obey just because he is on some power trip, mm -hmm. but he knows it's going to make us happy if we do obey. Mm hmm. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, it goes with that Elder Renland statement when he said it's, you know, our purpose on earth is not to obey God's commandments. It's to choose yeah. to obey God's yeah. commandments. Which also, that was what I was actually trying to remember who said that in conference. I'm, I'm glad that you remembered that. It made me also think about just in the mail today, uh, I'm a bishop for my calling and I got a copy of the, the new For Strength of Youth pamphlets. And it says right on there, a guide to making choices. So it's not like a rule book, but it's a guide to help us make choices that will turn us or lead us to the Savior. So I, I like that. Um, let's do one more verse. Have I read yet? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read. Or did I read? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to read. Um, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother say, know the Lord. For they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. What a cool verse. What phrase, Bailey, immediately jumps out to you? 
For I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. What do you like about that one? Like he just, it, it, like, it makes me think of like repentance, you know, like if we really come unto the Lord mm-hmm. and like repent, like that he forgets all of that and he loves us so much and he doesn't want us to remember that. And so he wouldn't remember it either because we would be forgiven. That's awesome. And I love that thought that the God would never treat us like at once he forgives us. He doesn't treat us like we've done that sin. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think, Brother Wing? Yeah, this whole, all four of these verses just kind of give me this impression of, of a person who's, you know, just striving, uh, probably make, you know, imperfect and wanting to draw closer to the Lord, maybe feels separated from him. And yet, if we will just take in his word and let it come into us and then let the word do drive out the the wickedness the impurity you know i think president faust remember him i do remember him he said the best washing machine for impure thoughts is scripture study that's awesome something like that like so like we just we just let the word come into us and and clean us and make it a part of who we are and it will drive out the sin and the lord is there to you know obviously it's his power that this happens and so, yeah, he makes this promise, like, I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. So if we'll, if we'll really take it in, use it, apply it, act on it, love it, you know, get it into our hearts. These are the kinds of things that we can expect. Awesome. All right, Bailey, last question for you. What, how could you, what was your experience like? We've just studied the scriptures for like nine minutes, nine or 10 minutes, um, what, how would you describe your experience just studying scriptures for nine minutes? Um, actually, it brought me a lot of peace in these nine minutes because there were things said, like, just like we are like Heavenly Father's children, you know, mm-hmm. and even though we make mistakes, He forgives us and He doesn't hold anything against us, you know, mm-hmm. and that just brings me a lot of peace. And that nine minutes just made my day awesome, excellent, students. That's great testimony. Thanks, Bailey, for showing up. Uh, Until next time, everybody, we love your guts. Stay righteous.